Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You are listening to the Garlic Fries of Baseball Guys podcast. Uh, Sam Lohman, Joe Shasky, like, rate, subscribe, like, rate, subscribe, review, all that stuff. Odyssey 95.7 The Game. Shasky. Um, I want us to get, have a little fun here, play a little GM here. So I told you before uh, we did the show that we're going to put together our dream 2024 Giants roster here. So I have my roster here. I assume you have your thoughts of what your roster will look like. Uh, do you want me to just give you give give you, you my whole roster? First. Or you want to go back and forth? Nope, you go first. Give me okay, your roster. So there are the rules here for this for this exercise. You got to mix a little bit of fantasy and reality into it. So you got to be honest to yourself in certain situations. But at the same time, you know, let yourself dream big here and there. And rule number two, Ross Stripling has to be part of the roster. And rule number three, Mitch Hanniger has to be part of the roster because you are stuck with these guys next year. There's, there's no one taking them off your hands. So here is my, my, in my uh, starting lineup right here. So I catcher Patrick Bailey at first base, Lamont Wade Jr. Second base. Tyro Estrada, really, really going crazy here on uh, changing this up. Uh, shortstop, Marco Luciano. Third base is where I started to kind of run into trouble. I eventually decided on Matt Chapman. I was deciding on between him, J.D. Davis, and Jimer Condelario, who uh, had an all-star season for the Nationals and Cubs this year. Decided to go with Chapman because even though they're all the same age, I feel like Chapman's still got the highest ceiling, but it just seems like Chapman's on the downswing right now. He's been eating off that 2019 season for the last few years, but defensively, offensively, I think it's the best mix you're going to get there. And I do think the Bob Melvin connection does help in that regard. Left field, Mitch Hanniger, because again, you're stuck with him. This is where I decided to get a little bit crazy, though. Your center fielder for the Giants next year, after trading Kyle Harrison and Luis Matos to the Chicago White Sox, will be Luis Robert Jr. Now, I know the Red Sox apparently are out on a trade for him right now. But this is a guy, he hit 36 home runs last year, 20 steals on 24 stolen base attempts, like very good defensively. He's got 35, 20, uh, you know, 35 home run, 20 steal power. I think he would look very good in the second spot of this lineup there. He's 26 years old. He's got a couple more years of control, plus a car- couple of arbitration years on top of that. I'm thinking trade those two guys because you don't need Matos anymore if you're bringing in Luis Robert Jr. Side him to a long-term extension, and you got a legitimate bopper you could put out there in center field. Right field, I'm going with Cody Bellinger here. I'm, I'm willing to take the risk. Uh, I know there's a lot of reasons why he might not work out. There's a lot of reasons why he could. Uh, I do think also you could platoon him at first base. There's that word, platoon. We all love it. Uh, with Lamont Wade Jr. Um, so that's what I got right there. I, Bellinger, if you can get like five, six years in the 200 million range, or you know, that really six, seven years, the 200 million range, that's probably what that looks like. 
Obviously, Farhan, very familiar with Cody Bellinger. And honestly, I would love it if we could have a former Dodger on our team mashing and making the Dodgers miserable. I thought that Jock Peterson could be that, but uh, that was not the case. Instead, you know, I don't know if Bellinger's big Pesoy guy. Uh, hopefully, he's not, though. And then your DH is uh, Michael Conforto. Also on your bench, Wilmer Flores, Casey Schmidt, Mike Estremski, Austin Slater. Those guys have already been brought back, so you're stuck with them, too. J.D. Davis, I'll put him in the corners, but he could be trade bait if you do get Matt Chapman. Then for the backup catcher, Shasky, I figured, you know what? The Giants, I think they need more of a veteran presence behind the plate on the days that Patrick Bailey doesn't go. Uh, someone who's maybe familiar with some of these pitchers, someone who's been around for a while. I don't really care about his offense as much. How about a Kirk Asali reunion there to back up Patrick Bailey? Give us about 30, 40 starts behind the plate a year to spell Bailey. Solid defensively. We saw how well he worked with the rotation a few years ago. Well, then he have like eight shutouts or something that he caught in like 21. Um, so just a little bit of kind of veteran stability to have behind the plate because on the days that Patrick Bailey wasn't catching last year, you were going with Blake Sable most of those times, and you're like twisting yourselves in knots trying to justify him behind the plate. He's not a catcher. He's barely a left fielder. Get me someone who can just give me some spot starts behind the plate with a veteran presence. In the rotation, going with Logan Webb as your opening day starter, Cy Webb. Go with Yoshinobu Yamamoto as your two starter. Alex Cobb, when he eventually gets back, Carson Wisenhunt. And then I want the Giants to try and take a flyer on Lucas Giolito. Just see if they can kind of rehab him a little bit. It seems like the Giants, they still kind of believe in their pitching, their ability to morph pitchers into good pitchers again. I think that could be a good kind of, you know, in a sense, kind of like what Kevin Gosman was. He showed up here, a broken pitcher. The Giants fixed him. And then I don't know if you release him back into the wild after that. That's for our 2025 dream roster episode to, to determine. But I, I think Lucas Giolito could be a good low risk, high reward back of the rotation signing. And then um, in the bullpen, Ross Stripling. Remember, you got to have him on the team. Tristan Beck, those two guys are your kind of your bulk inning guys. Uh, you know, when your pitcher gets shelled in the first three innings, they come through to eat up those middle innings. Uh, definitely not using them for after openers because hopefully we don't do openers next year. Um, Tyler Walker for in case, or sorry, uh, yeah, Tyler Walker in case we want to, Ryan Walker, wow. Ryan Walker in case we want to do those openers. And then, of course, your Rogers brothers and Camilo Doval. So your lineup, your starting lineup would be Estrada leading off, Luis Robert Jr. batting second, Chapman third, Bellinger fourth, Hanniger fifth, your Flores Conforto DH duo sixth, Luciano seventh. But again, hopefully you can kind of move him up as the line as the year goes along. Patrick Bailey eighth, which I think is he's a lower and he's a bottom of the lineup guy. He's not the Buster Posey hitter. He may be Posey behind the plate. He is not Posey at the plate. And then. I want Lamont Wade Jr. hitting ninth because I like having those high on-base percentage guys at the bottom of the lineup. So when you turn the lineup over, you can already have a guy on base when your top of the lineup guys come up. So that is my dream, somewhat real, somewhat fantasy 2024 Giants roster. I kind of like it. Yeah. All right. Where do you want me to start? Uh, why don't you start at, start at your uh, your one through nine in the field? Start a catcher and go for the two blockbuster trades that are happening. All right. No free agency for me. I'm not spending a free agency because I'm going to give one of these guys, actually both of these guys, hundreds of millions of dollars. Okay. I'm acquiring Pete Alonso and I'm acquiring Juan Soto. So the Juan Soto deal is interesting to me because they're going to need cheap, controllable assets who can help them now and help them into the future. So here's my, my Juan Soto deal, which again, I don't know if these will get done, but 
I think we overrate what you need to give up to get someone. Go look at the Francisco Lindor deal. Go, go, go. It's a little bit again. You're, you're, you're dreaming right. with a little bit of reality. There, right. there are no so here we go. Because he's the better of the two players between him and Pete Alonso, I'm giving up Bryce Eldridge, who is their top pick, re- made it right into their top seven. Brought, yeah, uh, Bryce player. Eldridge, okay, Luis Matos, Yaz, J.D. Davis, Bart, and Tyler Fitzgerald to the San Diego Padres. I'll be honest, I told you that Joey Bart was still part of the Giants. <laughs> I'm giving up that many um, yeah. guys. They are yeah. shredding payroll. They, it gives them multiple controllable assets that they can either flip or they can use at the big league level right now. That's what I'm using to go get Juan Soto. To the New York Mets, Will Bednar, former first-round pick, kind of mm-hmm. dropping in favor with the Giants, out the door. Averson Artevega, he's a shortstop. Austin Slater, Lamont Wade Jr., David Villar, and Elliot Ramos to the New York Mets for Pete Alonso. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here's my everyday lineup. Bailey behind the dish, Alonzo at first, Tyro Estrada at second, Luciano at short, Schmidt at third, Soto in left. I want center field Wade Meckler if he's not a part of one of these two packages. Okay. you got to have somebody who's controllable. Maybe Grant McCrary is a guy that you throw into one of these deals. I don't know. Yeah. Conforto in right, dh Mitch Hanniger. Blake Sable's my backup catcher. All right? And then Reggie Crawford is going to be my two-way player on my team next year. He's going to pitch Ooh, a little, and he's going like to play that. a little on the big league club. Here's like my rotation. I'm not, I'm not moving the arms. I'm not moving the arms. Webb, Harrison, Wisenhunt, Cobb, Stripling is my five or six when Reggie Crawford's not pitching. Camilo Duvall as my closer. That's my team. No, I like that team a lot. I, I, I do like the Juan Soto trade. Um, I think it'd be hard to make both of those trades with you, was Matos Matos is in one of those trades, right? So here's the, so here's how it breaks down. Bryce Eldridge, Matos, okay. Fitzgerald and Bart with Yaz and JD Davis going to San Diego. Gives yeah. them two veterans and a bunch of young guys that they will covet to replenish their cupboard from what they gave up to the to the Nationals for Juan Soto. Go look yeah. at that Nationals deal. It wasn't that great. Yeah, no, and I just not I that feel great like of a short clap. I, I can see the Padres of the two deals. Um, and again, I think I like both those deals. I'd be ecstatic for both of them. Of those two deals, if I had to pick, like I feel like the Padres one, you probably have an easier one sw- time swinging. Um, I feel like it might be hard to pry Pete Alonso away without giving up either Harrison or Wisenhunt. Um, well, they're that, shredding I mean, payroll. Yeah, that's true. If you that's big part of the, the giant. That's another thing that the, the Giants should a weapon. The Giants do have in their arsenal is they do have money. Well, they can't absorb where, contracts. They can't absorb money, and they should absolutely be willing to take on a a gross contract or so if they need to, you know, help a team shed payroll. Well, and and look, so to the New York Mets, I'm giving them Lamont Wade Jr. who can play first base, little DH, little okay. outfield, controllable, controllable player, solid, solid. Yeah, gets Austin on base one Slater. Alonso. Austin Slater. Uh, big leaguer, controllable player. Then you get a little outfield help because you're getting old out there if you're the Mets. Yeah. I'm giving you Elliot Ramos, Austin Slater as well, obviously. And then I'm giving you David VR, who I think is like a throw-in guy. To me, hey, 
He didn't work out here. He's still young. Maybe there's something there. Got a little Dubon in him. Got a little yeah. Jaden Davis in him. Just maybe he needs to resurface somewhere else. I'm giving you a former first round pick who everybody loved in Will Bednar. I just think yeah. he needs a new a new place to be. And then Averson Ortega is a 20 year old prospect who plays up the middle. They need a somebody besides Ortega, Ortega. Might be the that that might be the crown jewel uh, for the Mets in that hall there. I've heard a lot of good things. I haven't seen a whole lot from Ortega, but from what I have heard about him. Him, there's been a lot of excitement around him there. So if you're no, going to keep Luciano and you're going to keep Schmidt, Ortega's a guy who might have to go. I'll say this, if if Farhan could pull off those trades, then I think what I said about him earlier, I might have to reassess that because those would be some baller trades if he pulled those off. I do I mean, like those look moves at, look, a lot. I know this sounds absurd. Look at some of these. The Matt Olson trade was not some haul for the no. A's. I mean, like I'm giving up a lot, a lot. And, and you're still look, holding on to a lot too. I look at it this way. Reggie Crawford is the most intriguing player because I don't know what to make of him. So he could be a part of one of these deals. I want to see him on the Giants. I, yeah. I want to see him pitch and hit, period. What I like with with with, uh, with, with Crawford, also with Eldridge too, it's like the Giants are kind of like having this moment where it's just like they see how big Shohei has been. And it's like, it's almost like if we can't have our own Shohei, let's make our own Shohei. You know, it's like, yeah, we want Shohei Otani. We have Shohei at home, except it's not, not in the sad way. Like, it feels like the Giants are like, hey, if, yeah, let's let's try and create our own Shohei Otani. And they've taken two years in a row. They've taken two year two way players in Crawford and Eldridge. And you know what? Like, I like that thinking. I don't know if these guys are going to pan out. They could turn into total pumpkins. Um, they could be trade bait or whatever. It's it, baseball draft picks are always very very fickle. But to me, like, as as before we start off, I feel like this is one of the things I do really like about Farhan is when he does kind of find those creative maybe different approaches to, br to to bringing guys in um the one i always like was the um the will wilson trade where they brought in they bought zach yeah, Cozart, he hasn't basically. done anything i know i know the the the, the process it, it was the thought process that i like the idea of taking on a bad contract so you could get a team's first round pick like if will wilson turned out to be a, a an everyday baseball player it would have been one of the smartest shrewdest trades in, in giants history so it's just it's that kind of thinking that's the kind of stuff i like if if it doesn't work out I mean, that's one thing. You can't really predict that. But it's just that outside-of-the-box different thinking that Farhan's shown in the past. I want to see more of that. And with trades like – if he's making trades like those, when he's making you know draft picks like trying to get two-way players to see, you know, let's, let's try something different, those are the kind of things I like. I would like to see him do more of those things because I think those are ways the Giants can find success that way by – you know, those creative ideas, those bold ideas to bring different players in. And yeah, if he swung those two trades, I definitely think that would fit right into that kind of bold style of thinking. Look, man, I'm going to say it again. San Diego, here's your deal. And this mm -hmm. is as good as it's going to get. I'm giving you Bryce Eldridge, Luis Matos, premium prospects who most people really like. I don't know what they love, but they really like. Giving you Bart as a throw-in. Obviously, he, his career is at a crossroads. You need a backup. I think he needs a new location. Then I'm giving you Yaz, J.D. Davis, and Tyler Fitzgerald. These are guys who could play at the big league level defensively and who can be either flipped or kept on a reasonable contract. San Diego needs to shred payroll, and these are good team players, which they need in that clubhouse. Yeah. I look at the Mets. The Mets are a team also, similar to the Padres, shredding payroll. Bednar, Averson, Ortega. Ortega's probably the jewel of this one. If I have to throw in Reggie Crawford, I probably would, but I don't want to. Yeah. Uh, Austin Slater. Austin Slater has value on the right team. Yeah, Austin Slater can also be re-flipped. Really I, I look at Lamont Wade Jr. Perfect downgrade. 
replacement for a team like the Mets. Hey, this is a big league player who had a really good year last year. And then I'm throwing in VR and Elliot Ramos. Those are guys that I think could be sim- I think Elliot Ramos, I don't think he'll ever be as good as Garcia with the Tex- Texas Rangers. But Elliot Ramos is one of those guys. If he resurfaced two years from now with another team like Garcia did, I wouldn't be that surprised. No. No, I, I so yeah, I, I think he's I was as good working. as Garcia. But do you get what I'm saying? Garcia, definitely, yeah. In the St. Louis, you know, farm. No one wanted him. Yeah, and honestly, of those like, you talk and about Bednar, like guys you'd rather have over Otani. Like one of the things I really love about Juan Soto is he's 24 years old. I know. Like you got at least 10 good years left of this guy, and yeah, I mean the the money that you would have to give Soto to keep him here. Like I think the last thing you can have, like if you're acquiring Juan Soto, it's under the 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 agreement that once the deal is through we have a fat contract extension that you're going to be writing your name on right afterwards. That's, that's, I think a contingency I would need baked into the deal with Juan Soto. I need a guarantee that he is going to be a giant for the next 10 plus years. That's, that's one thing I need there. But other than that, I mean, yeah, hopefully the giants can make either one of our dreams come true. Cause I do think that the team that you had, the team that I had, both those teams I think are very good next year. There's other ways the giants can still be good next year. Again, you know, they can, you know, still bring in a Snell or a Chapman, Jordan Montgomery with the dot with the range or sorry with the Cardinals. Um, smaller deals for like Condelario, Kevin Kiermeyer, Joey Gallo, uh, Marcus Stroman, Brandon Woodruff. There are options out there for the Giants to become a better baseball team than they were last year that do not involve Shohei Otani. So um, lastly, before we get out of here again, it is rumor season. We kind of got duped by a goofy rumor this morning on the morning roast when at one MLB insider decided to tweet that the Giants were out on Otani. I got multiple sources confirming that that is indeed a bogus rumor. Let's just remember, people, unless it's Passan, unless it's Rosenthal, unless it's Slusser, unless it's Alex Pavlovich, just, just wait for one of them to say something before you believe anything. So that's my last thing there. This has been episode 80 of the Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys podcast. Uh, not sure when we'll be back, but I'm pretty sure Shohei Otani will be a giant when we do come back, right? That's... That's that's the one I'm going to go with there. Shohei, Yo-Yo, someone. Uh, Jung-Hoo Lee, we didn't really talk about him, but I like him a little bit too. Just do something, Farhan. That's all we want. Just do something. And then, uh, until then, we will, uh, we'll see you on the next one.